It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, what's up? up? What's, what's up? up? What's up? Welcome in. It is episode number 107 of Jobbing Out, and I'll just tell you, I assume that's the number of times I'm going to be slammed by Top Dollar at my house on Saturday. Just, yep. j- just a I'll rough I'll take guess. the over. Yeah. Uh, you, I, would, I, would, I would gimmick a table if I was God damn it. Um, Glenn Clark. Brandon Linden, Aaron Oster, and yeah, he's back. The main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. Who's hotter than Top Dollar? Not. Yeah, he's back with us. Um, uh, so, for the record, I AJ's not on video this time. But after what happened last week, I have decided I will record all of our shows video every week just in case we ever have a scenario like that again <laughs> because I'm so mad that no one else got to see uh, the joy of AJ bopping on the, the bike as he was doing this. It was incredible. It was really amazing. It was really amazing. All right. Um, let's get into it. Uh, AJ's here because it's a picks week, so we will begin there. Uh, are you like? Are you? Is there anything we need to plug? You're just coming home to like hang out, right? It's your grandma's birthday. Um, it's... Well, you can, you can. Yeah, it's my grandma's birthday, so you know, as it, as every great strong black woman should be, she's born on Juneteenth. That's amazing, so, uh, amazing, truly amazing. So it's I, I heard they were making her birthday a national holiday. They are. It's, yeah. it's they're making it the Shirley Francis National <laughs> Memorial. Um, but uh, um, yeah, we got the season finale of. Most Wanted Treasures this Sunday. Pretty big Rick deal. Flair, two hour episode. Yeah. 8 p.m. On the episode, we got Charlotte Flair, Conrad Thompson, Darius Rucker, Bad Bunny. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's a, it's a big. It's a wait, big wait, 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 wait. <laughs> That's a pretty star studded lineup, man. You like you just ran right through that. That's a pretty big deal. I was going to say, you, you had mentioned most of those to us before. I don't think you had mentioned Bad Bunny before. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Bad, bad Bunny, baby. Bad Bunny, baby. Bad Bunny. Bang. Bang, 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 bang. Oh man, I love that. Well, I can't wait for dude. The 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 Andre episode was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. Like I I don't have the, I don't have the words. Watching Mark Henry, like legitimately tear up over just like small things, was so much more yeah. powerful than I he ever. Loves. He loves Andre the Giant. Like I couldn't say more. He loves. Andre the Giant. So, like, the fact that he was able to even go on the mission was yeah. cool for him. But, like, let alone go on the mission. But, like, he said it in the show. He was like, man, I just want to touch all the things that he's touched. <laughs> like, Dude. <laughs> Dude, it was so cool, man. I mean, I, I was so moved by that. I don't even have the words to describe how moved I was by Mark Henry, like, literally being in tears over this stuff. Man, that was that was powerful. Um, and, and, and by the way, I, I know they don't work, they don't work for the company anymore, but it seemed like your time with, with big show was pretty cool too. Like 
it seemed like there was something like a kind of a bond between you guys. Yeah, man. I mean, the cool thing, the, 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 you know, they always cut out the best stuff. The best thing, we did a, a scene at Mark's house, um, and I pulled up to them, and it was me and Big Show pulling up on Mark. It was when we first, like, decided to do the search with Mark, and um, they cut the whole scene out. But in that scene, I say, you know, people have always said that I look like y'all love child. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh for the rest of that like that scene and a couple other times in other scenes but they didn't make the cut either uh they would just say that i was their bouncing baby boy you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so tremendous god that that's needs great to go in your uh, twitter profile <laughs> <laughs> love child of big show of mark, mark henry oh, yes that is so perfect <laughs> All right, uh, but yeah, and, uh, and and is this another 8 o'clock one on Sunday nights? 8 o'clock, uh, not going head-to-head with the WWE pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yes, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is, but I, no offense, and it's no offense to any of the people performing at Hell in Cell. I know what I'll be watching the same way, no offense to anybody at TakeOver. On Sunday night, I watch Most Wanted Treasures, and then on Monday, I watch TakeOver. And I will do the same thing this coming week. That's the way it's going to oh, go. Oh, we love to see it. We love to see it. Bro, I mean, if I'm, if I'm being no offense. And by the way, TakeOver was really good. Let me make that very clear. TakeOver is really good. Your show is so good that I don't want to wait a day to see it. Like, Well, plus TakeOver doesn't need a pop a number. That's true. Yeah, I, want, I do want to help out. True. I do want to help that out as well. All right. Uh, only five matches currently on the card for Hell in a Cell. So we'll, we'll do what we always do. Who should win? Who will win? For Sunday night, um, but only five official matches on the card as of this moment. Um, we begin with, I, I don't know what this is going to end up looking like, but Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler, the first match we will pick. AJ, you're up first. Um, should and will, Alexa. Um, I love Shayna, but like if they're doing, the, they're, they're, they're going full Alexa Bliss's, Alexa Bliss's version of The, the Fiend. Um, it. I loved what they did with the doll. A lot of people didn't like it. I liked the little we, spooky thing because it was a, a new thing that not everybody you know can pull off. Um, Bro, if you were here last week, man, I, I, I swear <laughs> wait, to God, wait, 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 I, hold on. I do not understand what professional. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. AJ, if you had to guess which host of the three of us had Aaron. problems with that, <laughs> I didn't like the segment. That's all I said. I didn't like that last segment. Imagine yeah, being a professional I, wrestling the fan. The last segment was the whole thing. Yeah. So, imagine, um, imagine being someone who's watched The Undertaker for this long and suddenly being we're not offended. In, we're not going to get into this. There are differences. By a doll. Imagine some. That's my line. My line. I was with everything right up until this moment as a pro wrestling fan. But this is where it's going. Shut the F up. Anyway. Yeah, I liked it. And I think because of what they're doing with that, that it's obvious that um, Alexa's got to get the dub here. So I'm going um, uh, Alexa Bliss. Only thing that could change it, I think, is if The Fiend comes back to, like, get his revenge. Like she did yeah. at Mania. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I can see that. But short of that, I'm going uh, Alexa. I- I'm going to. I'm going to agree, shouldn't will, Alexa. I think there's more to do here with Shayna. I think there's more to do here um, moving forward, and I still think that Shayna could maybe not come out on top because I don't know the stories really about her, but I still think that she could have moments in this. But for now, yes, um, uh, shouldn't will, Alexa. 
and you know my take on this. I don't think this is about Shane at all. I think Shane, this is all about Alexa. I, I do. I, I'm curious where they're going with this after the you know Lilies and timeout. If that's a just response to whatever, and they're deciding, all right, we're going away from Lily, or if that's just going to be a one week thing. Um, so I'm actually I'm interested to see exactly how this match plays out as well. But should and will Alexa? I actually think there's more to. I think there's more to develop with Alexa in a loss than a win, to be honest with you. I think there's more... The way that... I just think about the way The Fiend and the way The Fiend developed and the way that some of those stories developed did not always involve him winning. Wins and losses never mattered to The Fiend in any way. I, I think that you... I think that both people have a better chance of coming out of this... You have a better chance of keeping both strong if Shayna wins than you do if Alexa wins. And for that reason, I'm going to say Shayna should win. I don't know who will win because I think there's, I mean, what do we see this weird disqualification with a bunch of extra stuff going on on Monday? I think something like that is 100% in play, um, considering that this isn't SummerSlam. You know, this is Hell in a Cell. We know we're going to get some other definitive wins here. I don't think this is a, a match that needs that per se. I, I'm going to say I think Alexa probably wins, but I think Shayna should win. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. All right, next up, uh, we go to the. Ooh, let's go to the boy. Right now, it's only the three. It's the rest of these are title matches. That's what we got. So we'll start with the Raw Women's Championship: Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Um, boy, this one is tough for me. Honestly, this one is tough for me because I, I can understand why the answer would just be Charlotte Flair will win because she's Charlotte Flair or Charlotte Flair should win because she's Charlotte Flair. Um, I think the answer is that Rhea Ripley... Yeah. By oh. the way, uh, all of those things, what you just said is my answer. Yeah, I mean, I, be- I get that. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, com- I, I completely get that. And by the way, I, I mean this. You're not wrong. Like, I get it. I totally get it. Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair. There is also the other side of it, which is Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair, so she doesn't need to win, right? Like, she's still Charlotte Flair come Monday. Rhea Ripley, I still think, needs something. Now, is that a clean win over Charlotte Flair? I don't know if that's going to be the case. I don't know if that's going to be the case. But I'll say Rhea Ripley should win and I'll go real Ripley will win. I don't know if it's clean. I don't know if it's I think it can be complicated in some sort of way, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah, this is easily the toughest uh match on the card to predict right now. I could see it going either. You know, I, I still, you know, can't get past the fact that you know, really this sh- shouldn't be happening right now. We know that this should be Charlotte Flair's title run. She should have won at Mania over Lacey Evans and then that all got, you know, blown up for various reasons. Um, and that keeps making me think, man, you know, eventually they're going to go back to Charlotte because that's where they want to be at the same time. You know, you haven't done a whole lot but with did Rhea. They want right to, but did they want to be there because there was nowhere else to go at the time? I mean, like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think there was some grand plan for her and title run. I think that fair. was just the person that they could give the title to that made sense at the, at that time. Well, then you know what? 
part of the reason that why it made sense at the time is because she's Charlotte yeah, Flair. Correct. Charlotte she's Flair, yeah. Charlotte always, Flair always makes well, sense. Right. Right. Could, it's, it's, exactly. You could always give her the title. Right. Exactly. And then I am um, the other thing. You know, obviously we're leading up to SummerSlam. They're trying to make that show as big as possible. I love Rhea. Rhea should be as big as possible. She's not as big as Charlotte right now, which doesn't necessarily mean she can't. You know, defend the title. But if they're looking for a big women's title match against. Oh, I don't know, maybe a returning Becky Lynch. Charlotte makes a lot of sense. Of course, Rhea versus Becky. If it's Becky, you could make the case, well, it doesn't really matter who she's facing because right. Becky will, the return right. of Becky would be the uh, big attraction there. Or so or, going, the, or even that all three of them could be in. That like somehow sure. this gets, this is not a Hell in a Cell match, so somehow this could be kind of a non-finish and that it could well, set. I'll, t- I'll take it a step further. I mean, because Charlotte Flair is Charlotte F- Flair, she could actually just do, just have a match too that isn't for the title that could be a big match. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You could do that as well. So I'm actually going to say, I I think because of all of these things, as I'm talking myself through it, I'm going to say should be Rhea, just because I want to see her, what she can do with a little bit more time here instead of pulling the rug out from under her right now. I just can't shake the feeling that it will be Charlotte. I hear you. I hear you. Brandon? I mean, have you seen Charlotte lately? I mean, Charlotte's always been amazing. She is just unbelievable right now. Um, For all the reasons that everyone just said, I think that's exactly why you have to go to Rhea here. Because I think Charlotte Flair is bulletproof. I think you can go to Charlotte Flair anytime. I think she is John Cena at this point, and not in a negative way, in all the positive things that John Cena is, which is an automatic main eventer, an automatic title holder, an automatic everything, an automatic main event. So for all those reasons, I think... Like you said, we we need more substance out of Rhea. We need Rhea in front of people, which we have not had. We need to figure out if she's a face or a heel, because I still don't know. And I think that we need that. And I think that it's very possible this could be a turning point in a year from now of us saying, what happened with Rhea Ripley? Why is she released? If if we start going down this road, I don't know about life. released. I don't I don't think I'm going to go that far. But I'm just I'm just saying, like we could be in a, we could be talking a year from now and us being in this no man's land with Rhea Ripley being irrelevant, and that we could look at this as the turning point of when that started. If she starts to you know already lose the title and then falls into some random you know undercard right. program. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say already lose the title. She won it in March, and it's June. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean that's not a month. You're right. It's it's not a it's not a one pay per view cycle. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm still you know I, I don't have to say nothing. You know yeah. I think Charlotte's the goat. I say it in this week's episode of Most Wanted Treasure. She's on the episode. It's really great. We go to see uh, we go to see Rick's original Starcade '83 robe. Um, so like it's it, it's a really dope time, and um, I don't need to say anything else. You know I think should and will. Charlotte, next match. All right, next one. Let's get through it. I think we all know what we're going to say to this one. It's the first Hell in a Cell match that we'll do. Roman Reigns against Rey Mysterio for the WWE Universal Championship. Aaron, you're up first. Uh, I mean, should and will be Roman. I'm kind of surprised this is in Hell in a Cell simply because I thought they would use this to, you know, push the Usos story a little bit more, which would make more sense out of the cell. And the fact that there is no real feud between Roman and Rey that this Hell in a Cell's Kind of random, so I'm really surprised they are presenting it this way, but it doesn't really matter as to the result. It should and will be Roman. I mean, it's it's not random. I mean, they just hot-shotted it. Like, it, it, it's, it's hot-shotted. Two weeks feud, two weeks feud shouldn't have hell in a well, cell. Well, he beat the shit out of his son. Like, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to say this is valid because he killed his son, and that should elevate this. 
we all know that's bullshit, but it's it's also it's not random. I mean, they did well, okay, something. Okay, fine. It's not random, but yeah. again, two week feud shouldn't have Hell in a Cell matches. No, absolutely not. And they totally hot shotted this thing. And Rhea and Charlotte should absolutely be in Hell in a Cell. Like, I don't understand. Like, we have a real actual feud going on. You know, I know we've had some missteps there, and it's been a little problematic. But that feels like. Rel- you know, it feels like that would fit, right? <laughs> Bianca Bailey, either of the women. Even that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I still think that's a little bit. It, it's not like this was made up. They just literally made this up two weeks ago. And yes, I I, I mean, Roman. I mean, why, why were you even waiting? I, I, don't, I don't know why we're doing all this much on right. it. Go, go ahead, AJ. Uh, Shooting with Roman Reigns. Ro- Reigns, the greatest luchador of all time. Roman is... <laughs> Gonna go, go. Roman's gonna go down as you know, probably on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. So, Roman Reigns uh, for the win. I, I do have a question: Is this gonna be the shortest Hell in a Cell match in the history of Hell in a Cell? Is this gonna be like a Samoa Joe at WrestleMania type thing? I don't know. I'd almost be surprised if they don't give it, it one because there's not a lot of matches on the card right now. Not that there will be more matches on the card. And two, will, but but they if they put the cell out, they're doing it for more than thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they are. I think they are anyway. No, I, they'll let they'll let Ray have you know a, a two minute flurry. To me, to me, it's more about Ray. Like I think they'll at least give Ray the respect of a little bit of offense in there, and then then we go from that. By the way, I have one other thing. If they don't rip off Ray's mask, this was not booked correctly. Because Roman Reigns is totally the asshole that would rip off his mask. I don't know. I, I, I think, think it if, plays into the I think in a, I think in a longer storyline. I mean, I'm fine with it. But I think in a longer storyline, you have to do that. I think in a shorter storyline, you know. I, I think Roman can just not care all that much. I really don't think Roman has to care so much about uh, Rey Mysterio. I think Roman Reigns likes to hum- humiliate people. Uh, I think that's the character that we have. Anyway, whatever. That's anyway. Just- all right. Uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair and Bailey. Brandon. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair should and will. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I love Bailey, but this isn't the time. AJ. Um, I could see a situation where, you know, Maybe Sasha comes back as a heel to help Bailey, um, and then they they join forces again. Um, short of that, should and will Bianca Belair. Yeah, should and will Bianca Belair. Um, and and I think that's unfortunately just sort of the nature of this pay per view right now is it just doesn't seem like it's time for anything like this, which almost makes me wonder if they like do one just to do one to have something happen, but. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. Plus, we have Money in the Bank coming, which should be the more of the surprisey type thing. Yeah. Well, well it, it's as Glenn has been saying the past few weeks. WWE has made it clear that nothing matters until fans come back. So well, why, right. why not, have a not, change right now? We are having nothing. a reopening day, if you will. We're having yeah. this. This is this is our moment where where things get real. Is fans coming right. back? So that that you know they're they're just playing out the string here. Bianca's going to win because Bianca's going to be the champion when fans come back. And will Bianca. And finally, uh, a last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. If Drew McIntyre does not win, he will not be able to challenge Bobby Lashley for the title again. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. AJ. Uh, I mean, should and will Bobby. Um, I actually wasn't sure if Bobby was going to win until. Raw this week when he pinned Bob, uh, Drew pinned Bobby one two three. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess yep. Bobby's gonna win." I literally didn't know um, at all 
who was going to win the match because we all know that they love Drew. He's on the cover of WWE 2K22. He's you know one of the biggest stars that they push all the time. Um, and Bobby got his moment at WrestleMania, so I assumed you know we could easily get a, a title change back to Drew here at Hell in a Cell, especially after he did the job to for Randy last year at Hell in a Cell. Um, but after this week's Raw, I think it's going to be Bobby Lashley should and will. Yeah, Bobby Lashley uh, should and will. And I think that most of us are lined up with the idea that Drew McIntyre is going to end up on SmackDown here before too long. And so I think this all times out uh, fairly well that you make it play that way. And, you know, if that's ultimately building up to a Drew McIntyre-Roman Reigns thing, okay, let's see how it goes. But, um, yeah, should and will Bobby Lashley at this point. Yep, should and will, Bobby. The only question to me is how does Drew handle the loss? You know, we've been talking about the the yeah, the un- seem, seeming change in personality, right. or at least the unpleasantness from Drew. Is this kind of a moment, or is this something where they just, you know, slowly move him over to SmackDown at the end of August, and we kind of forget that he ever, you know, went through this rough patch? Yeah, I mean, sh- should and will, Bobby, they're already teasing the next opponent so so we we know it's uh bobby lashley's winning this match and uh all relevant points about drew you know everybody knows that i think that drew is going to be ultimately the one that beats roman reigns so yeah that's that's what we're doing i think drew goes to smackdown in the next uh what is it draft or whatever it is all right very good very good those are our picks for hell in a cell on sunday all right pal uh what else do we need to know Show the uh, you can follow follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero and uh, thank you guys for uh, having me once again. No doubt, um, it's uh, always a blast to come on it, with you guys. Is, is hey by the way, is your grandma going to do the slip and slide on Saturday? Uh, she would if if I brought her, <laughs> but she's probably not going to come. Oh man, why won't you bring her? Oh man, because that... she's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. We can't wait to see you. Love you, pal. He probably doesn't want to bring her because she would go down All the right. slip. Go, go get, go get yeah, your Hit Row sure. gear. Go get your Hit Row merch Follow right now. Follow Hit Row gear. It's in my bio link. You know what I'm saying. Okay. All right, buddy. Love there, you guys. There he goes. The main event. That. That. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Peace. Top Dow. See you, buddy. That's, uh, that's AJ checking in Hi. for this week's picks. Hey, if you um, didn't know, now you know. Yeah, right. The only thing I want to add from from that is, I and I and I'll and it's the same way that I and I, I say all of these other things. What a mistake it was to bring back Dominic, like one week later. Yeah, I, I meant to mention that as we were talking about it. There, and I just completely no forgot. There's no point in that at all. Yeah, that was a huge. That was a huge miss. I mean, like what a massive miss to create a a feud out of only one thing which was this idea that roman reigns was like trying to kill dominic and then yeah as it turns out dominic's just fine like it didn't impact him at all whatsoever and so like there's just really no need for any of this um all you got to do is leave him out for two weeks that's it it's just two weeks when you're clearly not doing a tag team title match because you got Rey mysterio in the championship match all you need to f and do is just tell the guy take two weeks off. We'll see you after the pay per view. That's it. Um, big miss, big miss there. Uh, but that's all. That's all you have to say about that. All right. Um, I guess where do we want to go? Do we want to cover anything else main roster wise yeah, before well, we get since, to? Since we're, yeah, since we're talking about Reigns, anyways, let's talk about those Reigns and Usos promos, which were 
you know, amazing, first of all, and just, yes. you know, again, really interesting additions to the character. They, you know, every now and then they do this thing with Roman, whether, you know, they're, I mean, quite frankly, they're making him an abusive husband right now where he's gaslighting the shit out of people and, and you know, moving on as soon as he realized it, it's really tremendous work. That's all I can really say about it. it. It feels like they hired someone from the Sopranos or something like to write this because it's very mafia esque, like like his his role is very Tony Soprano, but like not the out of control, angry Tony Soprano, like the manipulative. Yes. Like and maybe Tony specifically is a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like the more calm character like that that we've seen. Do you, is it like, got, do you see what um, John Cena said about Roman Reigns this week? He did, uh, I think, Chris Van Vliet. He did something with him. And John Cena, and I, this quote got a lot of play about, um, he said, uh, he was asked about uh, the performing in the pandemic and in front of no live crowd. And he said, uh, quote, I know how hard it's been and I don't think I could have amazingly enough. I don't think I would have done very well in this atmosphere without an audience. But I also think this time without an audience has allowed performers like, let's say, Roman Reigns, for example, to unobstructedly mold his character. If you send Roman Reigns from city to city with paying audience after paying audience, there may be some audiences that don't even care what he wants to do. Without that, especially when developing a character and trying to get your message across or trying to hand somebody your business card, I think Roman Reigns has absolutely needed this time. It's led to this sort of debate on social media about would this have worked? What you're alluding to, Aaron, which is, yes, somehow this thing that was already the best thing in all of professional wrestling continues to add these layers every week that that, that are holding up every... I mean, it, it makes SmackDown must-watch. I mean, it's must-watch television because of it. Would Would any of this have been able to work if WWE had been in front of crowds since but, since last year. By the way, you're not thinking big enough. Would they have even done this? Well, I mean, that's there's a fair question to that too. But let me like, like, before we go there, before we go there, that like would yeah, this yeah. have worked? I I would say that they would have felt part of the reason that this works so well is because they've done all of these backs. You know, that was a what five minute backstage segment or something like that, which they don't do with fans in attendance. So they would have tried to do that in the ring, and it probably, it might have worked, but there's definitely that risk. The fact that they can do these five, six-minute backstage locker room segments certainly helps in when they're trying to get, you know, specifically little wrinkles in these things. When you're out on the out in front of the crowd, you can do some things, but it's harder to do a lot of the little nuances that they've been doing. I, I'm so saying I would more, say that probably you're right. Do you think the crowd would have bailed? Would the crowd, when they when they first, I think the first introduction of the Roman Reigns-Paul Heyman concept would have exploded, would have been, no matter what, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman together yeah. would have made everyone want to pull their pants down and, and just go to town on themselves, right? Like, that was always going to be as electric as it proved to be, whether there were crowds or not. To me, I think I think the question becomes, what specifically are we talking about? Would Reigns have worked as a monster heel in front of crowds? I think he would have. Yes. Would this storyline have been as compelling? I don't think so. No. But you read my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say. Exact same thought. 
I, same thought. I, but I, I do think that it that Roman Reigns. I I think that this was the perfect time, and frankly, I think we're all kind of stunned by how little Paul Heyman is is barely a part of this. Paul Heyman has He's an amplifier, I, but but I don't I don't think that's giving it to him. I think Paul Heyman's had next to nothing to do with the success of this, which is no knock on Paul Heyman. Like that's not me. It's saying they have smartly not made this about Paul Heyman in any way. He happens to be there. But remember, Paul Heyman was the reason why we were watching uh, professional wrestling for a while because y- a lot of things might suck, but at least we're going to get a Paul Heyman promo every week, right? Like, I think I think it's interesting that you say that because I th- like if I think about it, Paul Heyman's very good at carrying segments, right? Yes, but he's really fucking good at supporting segments. So mm-hmm. he's like a best supporting actor here. Like I think if you removed him, there's no chance this works. Like, I, I, I think the it's only hard to re- be slimy without Paul Heyman. I think and has really ramped well, up. Well, no, the but a lot you forget a lot of the between stuff where like Roman wasn't going to be the guy to go talk to Jay. So that, that's why that's Paul the Heyman had to go. I'm talking about. I dude. I understand that, but I don't know that that those types of things couldn't be. There couldn't either be a someone else involved. Um, you know whether but that. Who? Well, it could it could be the other Uso brother, right? Like it, no, it, see, I I I I I I do I do subscribe to the theory that this worked because of Paul. I Heyman. think they needed Paul no, not Heyman because of Paul Heyman. I think no, he, like I, I, think I he, he I, was the I, conduit I, for it working. I I, I think I, take... I think it was the conduit for it launching. I don't think that in any but way it had he's to been... launch to work. I understand that, but I think Paul right. Heyman could have disappeared. Roman could have turned on Heyman too, right? Oh, like, sure. If you're and not, okay, it, and it would have been just as. I don't think it would have been a problem afterwards. I think the first moment required Paul Heyman because it made all of us say, this is not just a heel turn. This is something else. When right. you, you don't do a heel, to do a heel turn, you can just have somebody destroy somebody. You introduce Paul Heyman to let us know this isn't just a heel turn. This is an announcement of a new character. After well, that you know point. What? Do you know what thing that they've done so well, though, and it does involve Paul Heyman that I think absolutely has developed this character? Is that like, and this is kind of wild that they've, I think this is conscious because, and, and, and the reason I think it's conscious is because I think it's Heyman that's doing it, and I think it's his idea, where Pete, they know we like Paul Heyman, right? Like, Paul Heyman is not, uh, like, we're we're allowing him to be a heel, right? Like we're playing into he's so good at what he does. We're not being manipulated. We're not being tricked. We're like we love Paul Heyman, but we're gonna boo him because he's a bad guy because we're in on this and what he's doing is is good. But he knows we like him, right? And so because he knows we like him, they put in those things where Roman's kind of a dick to him too. And I think that that dichotomy where Paul Heyman is scared of Roman Reigns. And, and of course, this just comes over from from Lesnar a little bit with what he does with Brock, but that works so well. And I think it makes it makes you almost be like, if that moment ever comes, to where Roman Reigns throws Paul Heyman over the top rope or off of a cage or something. I mean, it's never going to happen. But if he turns on him, we're going to play into that being a heel move. You know what I mean? Which is fucking genius. Like, I do believe the moment if he punches Paul Heyman, that's a heel move. But some people punching Paul Heyman would not be a heel move. Yeah, I hear you. 
to, to go back around, I think almost the answer is the same to could this have worked with Crowd and could this have worked without Heyman? Yes, it could have worked, but it would have been a very different character. I think Heyman's important for the cowardly side of Roman Reigns, the insecure side of Roman Reigns, and him using Heyman as a tool. And, and maybe it could have been somebody else, but why when you have Paul Heyman? Uh, that it's very important. You could have had him turn on Heyman. You could have had him... You know, not have Heyman, but I and you could have had him with crowds, but I think you see more of assholes like super super heel asshole Roman Reigns, and not so much of this layered character without Heyman and with a crowd. Okay, I mean, I, I look, I definitely don't think it's the same with a crowd. I I don't disagree with that whatsoever. I I think John Cena is right about that. Now that being said, I still think it's a rare example of something that's been like it as a whole. I think not having crowds has badly hurt WWE. And yes. I don't think the trade-off of, but look how good the Roman Reigns thing has been. It's the only good thing. Correct. It's a, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's a good trade-off for the way that it, other things have been hurt. I think the next question that follows is, now what happens when crowds come back? How does, they might cheer for him. How right? does the re- I don't even know if it's, it's that black and white, right? Like, will the live crowd be as invested in the subtlety of the story as we've been watching at home or will or the will live they yell dumb shit over it, and, and that was what a lot a lot of people on twitter said no this will be nothing but you know woos and what's the entire time and it'll ruin all of the work these people are doing i i think they might have gained some equity in not getting that because of what we've seen i think i don't know aaron what do you think I, I think a part of it, I think, and I, I hope that they don't shy away from doing backstage segments. I think that you still can. Yes, it's not as great for the live crowd, but I think that for this, you can do it, especially if there is a sign that this might happen. I mean, mo- most of the really good character work has been done in the, the locker room segments anyways. They haven't tried to do that out in the ring. So I, I think you can go away from it. However, I also, I, I think there's a two things you can do. A, you've gotten so far into this that when crowds do come back, you can almost start the ramp up to, all right, we're, we've gotten the full developed character. We can start going in a different direction, a more you know full strength. I think you have to pay attention to it, but I think it can still work. I, you know, I think it can. I am, I am worried about it. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about what crowds will do to this specifically because... And not at first, right? Like, as I said, but I think the crowds are going to be great for the first month. I mean, I, I think the crowd is just going to be into it. And I think after a month, there'll be somebody that wants to get themselves over. I also think this is going to be an interesting test for WWE, too. And I, I think it's something that nobody wants to talk about. But I think the WWE needs to think about how they're miking the crowd and whether there's going to be times moving forward. I said before, they didn't have to wait as long as they did before going back in front of fans. They could have done this some time ago um, in lots of places around the country. They waited a long time. And I don't think it's it's unseparated from the fact that like they found benefits in, in being able to manipulate the programming that they were doing. And I start to wonder if they're not going to learn from this and attempt some of that, attempt to also pipe in some sound from time to time, attempt to play down the reaction of the crowd at certain points, right? I'm not saying... I mean, they've certainly been accused of doing that for years I, on, on, on SmackDown. Yeah, but, but well, I never... Well, on SmackDown, they definitely did it, but that was when SmackDown was, you know, 
different. <laughs> yeah, but I but I would also argue that like um I never thought I never well, I take that back. Yes. I think to me what I'm talking about is do they do that purposefully? I think they did it reactively in the past. I think they waited and and didn't like certain responses and tried to do. I'm talking now about like going into a show and saying we are going to purposefully interject crowd noise oh, the way that we want it to be done. I mean, I hope they don't. That's awful. <sighs> I've always been torn on that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I agree that it's awful. I I want I want those moments where the crowd creates the moment, right? Yes. But the stuff where everybody well, you have to do it well, of course. Right. And that's and, but I think this has taught people better ways of doing it, right? Like I think having to do this type of thing for a while has taught people. I don't want it to be you know, so fake that it's embarrassing the way that some of the crowd noise has been in the pandemic era. But I think there are times where crowds are just trying to get themselves over and you could do well to make that less obvious to make that less of a thing that exists somehow, I think you do well by that. So that's all. That's all I'm putting out there. I think it's something they're going to have to think about as crowds return. Uh, anything else main roster-wise that we need to cover that wasn't covered during picks? I, I mean, I, I just hope we get an RK-Bro match on the pay-per-view, and I hope we get a uh, Sheamus match on the pay-per-view. And then probably Apollo too, right? We'll get some kind of... Yeah, I mean, intercontinental I, title match. I, I assume. I assume that we'll get something like that. That's as it. Well. I, I like what those guys are doing right now. I think they need to be represented on the pay per views. That's all. Um. Okay. Then let's move on to NXT. Uh, do, wait. Do do wait. Well, do we want to talk about the Eve Marie and and? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Niven. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I I gotta be honest with you. I don't want to talk about it because well, I'm not. I I want to talk about it, but I don't. We have to talk about it. We should talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Um. You, you, you guys can we do the bit where we can pretend like the Eva Marie thing is cool? It's the same problem as it always was. If if she can't be a wrestler, she cannot be a prominent figure on television. Well, how do you know she can't be a wrestler? Well, everybody has said she's gotten no better at wrestling. That's oh, the word. Well, I don't this, know everybody. In, this I don't is know what this was saying. always the plan was for her to come back as a non wrestling character. Well, that's um, what Aaron said three four weeks ago. Whenever the, they put the promo out that she's not going to wrestle and she's going to be. Uh, this, I'm okay with her as a manager. Nope. nope. She offers nothing. She offers nothing. There is nothing interesting about Eva Marie. There I, I'm, is I'm, nothing I'm there. I completely disagree with you and say I think this is actually really compelling. If like what is compelling say, about it? I mean, the story writes itself. Look what she looks like, and then there's other people that she's gonna have take that she's gonna take advantage of for her own gain. I mean, she took credit for the woman's win. And what said is that she won. what is that? It's Piper Niven, by the way. <laughs> like that's who that well, is. Well, this is some woman that we don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, but that's here. No, here's Glenn, actually a funny woman that we. I, I realize they're not. They're not. They're playing like it's not Piper. They're Niven. They're playing, I get which that. is yes. strange. When three days ago you made a big deal about the May Young Classic, or the day before you made a big <laughs> deal about the May Young Classic on NXT, and then it's like, oh, but the May Young Classic never happened. No, no, no. no. I, I'm I'm gonna tell you. This is my new favorite bit. Whenever they bring out someone that we've clearly seen on television before, even yeah, if you is, don't watch yes, the other who is product, this monster? It, it's hilarious that they're like, who is? I mean. The almost one took the cake because he was literally on Raw. <laughs> that was that. That's the best one of all. But um, or was he? But anyway, no. I actually think I I like the potential here. I think there's 
a story to be told. There's none. There's none. The only I, those stories only work when you want to see that person get their comeuppance. And if someone's not a wrestler, yeah, so she's eventually going to get her ass beat. But if in, she's in not a wrestler, watching someone get squashed isn't. There's nothing fun about that. That's what happens when someone doesn't wrestle. Wrestle. You don't think it'll be fun to watch Oscar backhand her a hundred times and put her in the Oscar lock? I I, I, mean, I think it, feel, it feels like that. I'm watching a bully. I feel like I'm watching someone get beat up that doesn't deserve I don't to think get beat up. Will receive it that way. I, I, <laughs> I'm I, just I, this this does not. This is not interesting. This is not good wrestling programming. This is not people that aren't wrestlers. This is Sting. This is the same thing. If you're not a wrestler, you should not be involved this way. Now, if you're Paul Heyman and you're so good at cutting a promo that you 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 serve a purpose then god bless but eva marie serves no purpose i think it's nuclear heat and i think that's the purpose that I, nuclear heat for what because people are gonna hate her but for, that all that matters is for eva marie who's not a wrestler that doesn't help anyone who is helped it, it by helps nuclear heat faces in the program but who is the program We'll find out. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, what I'm I saying, know. if you think that this is um, that th this will make uh, uh, the nuke that there will be nuclear heat towards Eva Marie, and that will make everyone run to root against Piper Niven, and because of that, that benefits whoever's facing Piper Niven, then we're going two steps too far. Because one, it involves there being a compelling storyline that's not for the title in the women's division, and they've never done that. <laughs> they don't do that. That's I mean, not they, something they, they they actually have done that with Alexa Bliss. Thank you. You you named the one. You do you do have well, the one example. To be on TV right yeah, now, you've got so. the one example all time of a case in which well, that's occurred. Second of all, right at some point, you just feel bad for Piper Niven, who's not getting credit, and, and then maybe that's the eventual point. If the, so they just they just won you over, Glenn. No, they didn't. The they didn't. The they didn't. They didn't at all because I don't believe that they actually. <laughs> they believe in Piper Niven so much they're pretending like she doesn't exist. We're pretending like this is interesting. It's not interesting. Eva Marie is not good for this product. I'm I'm interested for now, and we'll see where it goes. It, it, I, I'm more interested nowhere. in the Piper Niven part. <laughs> like I, I I'm the fact again the fact that they I just was pretended in the she whole didn't thing. exist is crazy. We're, yeah. I mean that I don't, that doesn't make it interesting though. It just makes it. I, I, well, no, I mean interesting as in this is like, as you said they pretended almost didn't exist. They pretended Mason T Bar didn't exist. This is something that that's been happening frequently in the past six months that has not happened in the two to three years before that. Well, which it, to me it, is it, interesting and not you can, necessarily. You can point. argue that it lines up with the story that we heard recently that Vince McMahon is not interested in wrestlers coming up from NXT. He's only interested in bringing up characters from NXT. That's it. He just wants But he's characters. not bringing up characters from NXT either. He's removing their characters. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if he's saying specifically it's the character they had in NXT. I don't think that was the point. The point is, right. like, I, I'm not looking for you to come up. I don't need to fill slots. I don't need Keith Lee's right now. I don't right. need someone to come up and wrestle. I'm looking to fill slots of characters. And it doesn't suggest and that. And that makes me nervous. Yes, of course it makes me nervous. And it's why I don't think this is interesting for anyone. I don't think that they're invested in Piper Niven in any way, because if no. they were, she'd be here as Piper Niven. I think that they think that Eva Marie's a big deal, and Eva Marie, no offense, is not a fucking big deal. She's are not. They are they invested in Omos at all? 
Well, they at least invested in some way. Well, no, they're they're invested in almost. They weren't invest, you know, but they decided they didn't care about you know him being the raw underground. Right, I'm just saying they stuff. changed his name. That doesn't mean they're not invested in him. Yes, but they immediately put him into a program with AJ Styles. That's a big difference than this. So what if Piper Niven pins Oscar next week? I, I mean, it would say that right now they think that the, the Eva Marie thing is more important than anything else. That's what it would say to me. They, Which they, she's a part of. I don't know. I you're, you're going, you're going way out of your way on this. You're going so far out of your way to try to make this a thing no, when you know the answer. No, we don't Eva, know. It's been one segment. No, I've got plenty of history with Eva Marie. They think she matters. <laughs> they think people give a shit. And as soon as it has to be something, no one cares. You have to be able to wrestle. You must. You cannot exist in this company without being able to wrestle because everyone will quickly say, why the fuck do I care? And it should exist that way in every professional wrestling company. There should never be a character that is, that is pushed as mattering that either isn't a very specific never wrestler who offers something on the microphone that's significant, that's noteworthy, or you have to be able to wrestle. If Eva Marie can't wrestle, we know she sure as shit cannot offer anything on the microphone. She is horrendous. If she can't wrestle, just being attractive has never been enough to matter and never will be enough to matter. We have to stop pretending like this is a thing. It's not. And it's embarrassing, frankly. It's one thing. And by the way, do it. You want to do this for a celebrity? You want to do this for someone who's actually famous that gets you something by putting them on TV? It's not good, but at least I understand this. This does nothing. Eva Marie is not famous outside of professional wrestling. She's the, oh, by the way, say she's barely famous in professional. She's wrestling. almost. <laughs> she's nothing. And like we play along because like the point is how bad it is until it's actually yeah. on TV and you realize no, I don't need something else that's bad on my television show. I I've got plenty of that already. No, right. thank you. It it's horrendous. It's by the way. Have, speaking of horrendous, have you seen? What her what Piper Niven's new name might be? No. Dewdrop. Oh, oh I, no, did I did see, see that. that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, clearly they're pushing her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they clearly so think a lot of Piper Niven. Everything I said back. God. I think everything I said back. Get rid of this now. If you're gonna call her Dewdrop, <laughs> it's so Jesus bad, man. Christ, it's that's terrible. So bad. Oh, and it's like this it's this wacky bit amongst wrestling fans where like we we love how bad Eva Marie is and like no we don't. We don't actually love how bad someone is. We 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 think it's it's like the William Hung thing where like it's it's one thing for a minute and then if it's got to be on your TV, you don't want that. You don't want someone who's bad at something. That's not a way that you actually want to invest your time. It's that's not a thing. It's so embarrassing. God, it's so embarrassing that they would go back to that. All right, anything else? Was, it, was there something on SmackDown? I feel like there was something on SmackDown we needed to talk about. Uh, Did someone debut, or there was like some kind of... God, I can't remember. I feel like there was something on SmackDown that was significant. Um, I'm, but I can't remember. I mean, the, so the it obviously wasn't very was, significant. 
Let me see. Oh, well, the Otis's shaved Yes, beard? yes, 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 yes. The, no, the, the serious, not, o- not just the shave. There's nothing significant Otis. about that. Okay. There's no, it's not significant. <laughs> That's them getting by on a TV serious show. serious Otis Thank you. All right, we can move on. Now, uh, to NXT. Um, I don't mean to diminish the pay-per-view, but the, the, the funny thing is, uh, you know, from, from really bad to really good, it's it's awkward and it's wonky, but the arrival of Samoa Joe was so much needed and breathed such uh, an air of life into that moment that, like, in a way, I'm almost mad they didn't just immediately say it's gonna be Joe and Karrion Cross movie. Like, just get just skip to that part. Let me know I'm getting that because otherwise. Joe is not the enforcer thing. Like sounds interesting, but that'll stop being interesting after. It's a only while. interesting if it leads to a full time return. Correct. This is the, the having. It was such a breath of fresh air to have Samoa Joe back on that show, and the thought of this being what buys you to getting to the point with somebody else. Somebody that one of the listeners um, reached out to me like. Um, you know, I'm starting to buy into Thatcher as being a guy that could be there. And I said, not yet, not yet, but if you do Joe and cross to get you through for a little while and you have Thatcher work a program with say Gargano and go over him, then I'm starting to listen. If cross is still there at that point and you do like give Thatcher a big win over Gargano have cross you know get challenged by Samoa Joe but ultimately hang on I'm starting to listen to that story moving forward later on in the year but I just don't know if Karrion Cross will be there that long I, I have no idea but my god they needed that oh they needed that that was so great uh yeah I mean that that was my takeaway was simply a there there are a number of things great a Regal is not leaving his post if it was Regal replaced by Joe I would feel very differently about this because Regal is perfect in his role and anybody basically would have been a step down. And by the way, that was sloppy. Like this, there was a really bad promo at the end of the night on sa- Sunday night. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. The, no, I'm not. I'm just saying once we got there. Like, once we but, got but there, it, yes. it didn't. It didn't need to be like them pretend. I've never seen this much chaos. It, I've it, never. It wasn't that? What chaotic. the fuck are you talking about? It was barely. <laughs> there was almost no chaos. There, there like, was a little fight hey, between the. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Regal should have stepped down when people were getting ganked in his parking lot I every mean, week. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What a bad promo that was. But yeah, no, yeah. it was. It was a really bad setup. It made me worried that they were going to replace Regal with Joe, which would not have been good. So Regal staying in place was good. Yeah. Joe being enforcer, as long as it leads to him being a, it doesn't even have to be like an every week, perform, no, you know, wrestler, no. but but a fairly regular, you know, he wrestles at takeovers. He yep. does, you know, he needs to be a regular performer, and and if he is, and he gets involved physically even when he's not having matches. Sure, like that sure, he absolutely. is that that that's the enforcer part about it that works right like that that he can physically get involved in situations and that can set up matches for him yes that 100 percent right. works but it has to be that if this is a he's leading to one match a year if this is leading to you know barely that it does or i mean it'll work for a couple months just because you know joe is fun to watch it's fun to watch joe choke out people but if it is not that, then this is a bad idea. Well, I just, I just don't, I don't think it can be. I, I don't believe I that mean, it can be. I, that. I will, 
I, I, I mean, I'll tell you what it could be. And I, I, I'm not going to put all this, it has to be this or that to be, or this sucks. But because I, I do think there is the possibility that this was put in place to set up a specific match. And there's not a lot of plans past that. Like, we have to remember, like, the way NXT... Well, I don't thinks, care if there are plans like, past Because he's definitely not going to be... The, like, you can't just have this this situation forever. This is, like, a story that's going to set up somebody that crosses the line or whatever and that he's going to have some big match with. And who knows? That might end up being his last match. Or that might end up being... This might be his yeah, I don't, run. I don't, I don't get that. That doesn't even make sense. Well, Why? 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 Well, because ultimately it would be, you know, eight months of whatever and culminating in some big match. And if we I'm go eight saying, months without wrestling, yeah, what, what, I, what, I'm, I got a problem with I that. I really don't. I don't know why you would be so desperate to bring back a guy who was just released to have him be a guy that's going to have one more match. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, like a run or a run. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. If that's what it is, I'm not going to come back and say they should have never done any of this. I mean, I think we're putting I, a lot of caveats on something. I was going to say, yeah. if this is eight, if this is one match in eight months and yeah, nothing I, until then, I'm going to say I'm this was not I'm making up good. numbers. I'm just saying if it culminates to some big program and he fights Adam Cole at a big pay-per-view and it's amazing and whatever, and then he doesn't wrestle again, I'm not going to be sad about that. Like, I mean, of course I want to see him more, but I don't think it's you would come back to this moment and say, well, you never should have done it in the first place. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I just think it's weird to you, put all these caveats. This only works if he wrestles, you know, every third Wednesday and then three pay-per-views. And no, like, I, what Aaron's point wasn't, like, it's it's to say it can't just be as an enforcer. No, no, he, no, no. I mean, he has to. That's the, that was what Aaron, what you're, we did on two you're reading. said one wrestle. match. Right, you're reading something that wasn't said. Aaron was saying he can't just be here to be an enforcer. He doesn't have to wrestle every week. He can just wrestle. He does, Aaron's point was that we don't need Samoa Joe to be a weekly wrestler on NXT. No, but he wants it to lead to him being a wrestler. He I, has I, to be I a wrestler, yes. Yes. If he's been brought back to only have one match in NXT, that's insane. I have a problem with that's, that. I mean, it's, it's batshit insane if that's the case. Samoa Joe should be a presence on NXT. He should be a, a presence that wrestles, that, that you know can be involved and can do whatever, by the way, who's capable of doing everything. Right now, an, a, a remarkable face, but very quickly a heel when necessary, that Samoa Joe should be on NXT because he's there to wrestle. Now, again, to Aaron's point that he was making, it doesn't have to be every week. It can be that he is a, um, you know, a, 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 a takeover wrestler or whatever it is. That's fine. I mean, all everyone already is. I mean, Adam Cole doesn't wrestle. Johnny Gargano barely wrestles. I mean, they, they do. They do. They do. But yeah, I hear they you. They barely wrestle. Well, they don't wrestle every wrestle. week. They don't. But Johnny Gargano has had matches, multiple Adam matches. Adam Cole has two matches this year. Man. Adam Cole is a little bit different. Yes. Yeah. Adam Cole is a little bit different. Johnny Gargano's yeah. had I matches. I bet you if you looked, Johnny Gargano hasn't had that many matches. He's probably had four or five matches. Now you have me looking this up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's, it's, I'm going to check. I bet you I'm not that far off on that. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it was that much more, but but that's... So, Adam Cole has wrestled on... Da, 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 Adam Cole's wrestled on. And by the way, you're regular NXT you're way off on Johnny Gargano. It's double ten, digits. Ten. Yeah, ten. Okay, yeah. that's still not that many. Yeah, it is. It's June. They only do one show a week. <laughs> I was going to say that there's been about twenty, so that means yeah. he's been on half of the. What NXT are you talking days. about, man? That's a lot. Like that's a lot of matches, dude. 
between pay per views and twenty six NXTs, he's had ten matches. I, I don't think there's only yeah. We're, well, this we're not half the year. We're not. We are not through half the year yet. We're, we're, we're more than thirty one days are a little later. Yeah. And yeah. We're we're, at, we're probably been twenty three NXTs and two or three takeovers. Yes. So. Like I mean, dude, so he's, he's been in less than half the shows. He's wrestled in less than half the shows. He's right, right, been in the majority my... of them. But that's that's essentially in every week. That how many people do you think are wrestling matches on any show every week? I that's mean... not raw because raw. Yeah, <laughs> other than <laughs> the three-hour show, <laughs> that's not a thing. Like you're making it seem like there's no, this no thing. One in NXT, almost if you're pretty much nobody in NXT wrestles on back-to-back. If weeks. if you're wrestling half the time, that's a that's as full time as you can be. That's fair. As they a wrestler in NXT. Other, and they kind of do that every yeah. other week. Um, now, Adam Cole, I'll give you, Adam Cole doesn't wrestle nearly as much this year. This year specifically, Adam Cole hasn't wrestled as much. Johnny Gargano has. Um, but the, Samoa Joe, it's fine. It's fine for him to not even be on the Johnny Gargano schedule. It would be fine for Samoa Joe to just be a guy who's there in this role, and at some point that role intercedes with someone and that builds to a big match whether that's at a pay-per-view or whether that's at you know the great american bash or whatever right like whatever special show they want to do i have no problem with that but he's got to wrestle there's there's no reason to have samoa joe back as anything other than a wrestler um he's got to get in the ring he's got to be that type of threat and i don't i can't fathom for a second they didn't do this and frankly after tuesday he really needs to be the next content, the next guy that faces Karrion Cross. I, I mean, they, no, no, they need, they don't have somebody ready. There is no one ready to face Karrion Cross. You can't hot shot him into the next match. It's not hot shotting. He's Samoa Joe. My God, man. I, I, I think, I think. Well, how's only- Rey Mysterio hot shot and Samoa Joe is not? The storyline was hot shotted. He wasn't hot shotted. Well, no, that's my point. The storyline. They're not doing a championship match for months. Samoa Joe started interacting with Karrion Cross this week. There's nothing hot shot about that. The title of Great American Bash. Maybe. There's a show in three weeks. Maybe they'll defend the title at Great American Bash. It's a TV show. I mean, why are you show. doing it if you're not going to defend the title? Because my my it's a TV only show. slight problem with him being the next challenger is you had Regal specifically say you're not coming back as a competitor, so I feel like you need to build into that. So to say you're not a competitor to you're the next challenger for the, the summer, world title. SummerSlam is the next. We are so far away from SummerSlam, I, I understand. which is the I'm next pay per view. It does not take that long. Where Regal that's says, fine. You're not you're a competitor. SummerSlam? Yeah, that's the yeah, next time a, t- a championship. That's not going to be the next title match. There's going to be a title match before Ma- SummerSlam. Th- I, you are so convinced of that. I'm not. There might be, but if it is, we I'm know what it is. They're not changing the title at at Great America. They're not changing it's the title. Changing the title. You but said that's the next opponent. The next one doesn't matter. Whatever they do at the Great American Bash on a Tuesday night on a regular NXT is irrelevant. They can do it for the sake of doing, but it's like saying Jungle Boy matters for the AEW title. We all know what it is. They're doing a championship match, maybe at the Great American Bash, for the sake of having one. It doesn't actually matter. That's what it is. The next program that matters is the SummerSlam program. That's the one. And they have no one who is ready for a SummerSlam title program with Karrion Cross. No one. There is nothing they can do. You run through everybody that was a contender, which is fine. I have no problem with that. You run through everyone. There's no one waiting. You haven't been building someone for that moment. They're not there. 
Samoa Joe is the guy that solves that problem while you build whoever it's going to be. You figure that out. And I like the answer being potentially Thatcher. I mean, it can always be Champa. You can always go back to that. That's no problem whatsoever. Clearly Swerve. What's that? Yeah, I mean, it, it could clearly be. Clearly should be Swerve. Sure, it could be Swerve. Fine. I'm, I, whoever it's going to be. But you need to figure that out because you've just muddied the waters, had this guy run through all of it, and you got nothing there. So you want to do a match for the sake of doing one at the bash? Fine. Do it. I don't know that they have to. This bit that you're doing where they have to, I... We're, we're doing Jungle Boy at that point. Like, we're doing we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. The next program that matters is SummerSlam. And that program right now is lined up for Joe to solve your problems. You ran through everybody. This guy makes all the sense in the world. It's a huge sure. match. It matters. It's a big effing deal. And you can try to figure out what the fuck Karrion Cross is in the meantime. Oh, I think they Let's told talk us what about he it. is. I think Let's they told us what he is. Yeah. No, no, no. They told him. Go ahead. I, I have a long spiel about this. I, I mean, I thought that was the heel move on Tuesday. I, I think there have been moments where we thought there was going to be a heel move before. They, they, we, they've done sure. plenty. No, of... I thought. That, well, right. But I thought this was a heel move, and then what he does next Tuesday has to not go against that. But I think that they told us Tuesday he's a heel. I, I think that's what they were trying. Maybe. To tell us. I, I think they've. We, there are other things that he has done that would make us think that in the past, but they've never committed to it. They've, they've right. never committed to anything with Karrion Cross, And it left... Uh, it, I mean, the, the, the promo he cut at the beginning of the show was was pretty heelish. I don't I know thought. that it was heelish as much as it was... Asshole-ish. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know I mean, that it was... Making fun of Regal crying. I mean, I thought it was pretty heelish. Like, that part is the best part of it that you can say is is heelish. Called him pathetic. Called him a loser. I mean, I I don't know. Pretty heelish to me. If you're assuming the crowd likes Regal, I think that's pretty heelish. Okay, but he's not going to be working a program with William Regal. But you know, I'm saying they but used that, that matters. moment. But that matters. They didn't have to bring him out and say all that stuff. I understand that. But that, again, goes back into why it's got to be Samoa Joe. Like, you have to go the Samoa Joe route. You have to. You can't just leave this I mean, alone. Samoa Joe also choked out Adam Cole. I mean, I, I there was many interactions with Samoa Joe. It wasn't just carrying across. I understand, but if you want what he said about William Regal to matter in trying to create him as a heel, there has to be someone who represents William Regal that's working with him. Otherwise, that's just forgotten about a week later. You have to extend I mean, not it if somehow. He comes out next week and does some other assholeish thing. I mean, I'm just saying it was the first step in saying, look, now we're actually having him actually target people you like and say shitty things about them. There's a bigger problem with Karrion Cross between whether he's a face or a heel. And, and it's something that I've been dancing around for a while because I've been trying to nitpick. And it's like, is it because Scarlet doesn't quite fit? Is it because of this? What is Karrion Cross's character well, beyond talked, the face we, or heel? We've dealt with this. Um, we, but but it's, it's gone beyond that part. Like, no, because you, you can't know what a character is until you figure out if they're a face or a heel. You no, I, I disagree. You can have a character without being a face or yeah, a heel. You, there's, there are so many rare examples of this that you can... Like, it's so rare that you can make a character that matters without defining them as face or Forget heel. Forget the matter. What no, is Karrion Cross? What is an aspect? Name a single aspect of his character. He's big. He's a monster. Like that, that, he's big. He's big. Physically, yes. he's big. He's That's imposing. Like, yes. Like that, that. There's so much going on with Karrion Cross right now that more and more, and and it finally to me came to a head at the pay per view. Like 
with the music, with the entrance, with Scarlett, with his promos, with just nothing matches each other. He's a well, big guy who's has uh, uh, you know a guy. Basically, what he what he almost feels like is is a is a big guy and his hot girlfriend who wandered into Hot Topic one day because nothing really matches. Like there's he has the- there's there's absolutely something there. And as I said, I I, mean, I made this. I ended up having a real back and forth. A lot of people about this. It was really troubling. To, to it's troubling to watch such an over the top entrance, which is what Karrion Cross is. If you wanted to find him right now, he's an entrance. It's yes. troubling to watch that and all that they invest in his entrance for it to be greeted by silence, mm-hmm. for it to be greeted by nothing, just indifference. Just well, that happened. That was a thing. It's. That's a problem. You can't get around none that. None of it fits. None of it fits together. And that's the problem. You know, everyone with a great entrance has a character more or less to match the entrance. Karrion Cross doesn't. I, He's I, an entrance. I, you keep coming back to character. They don't need to define his character. They need to define what he is. They need to define whether I like him or not. I, the character can come at some point. I, I Honestly, that can come whenever I, well, you want I, I to. Think, I think if he had a character to match the entrance, I'd be more <coughs> invested in him. Not right I, now, he not, doesn't. I, I need to know whether I like him or not. I have to. I have to know whether I'm supposed to like somebody or not. You, you but I, 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 I mean, me too. Until I, I, until I know him, I can't know whether to like him or not. But listen, I know we know this person, but let me just give you an example of someone we know, but we know because of how long they've been around. But can you really say what their character is? Like a Randy Orton. Like, what's his character? He's just Randy Orton. He's 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 a ruthless asshole who, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing. Like, can you not character... say the same thing about Gary Cross? He's, no, he's I can't. He's like, you know what he does from week to week. I don't know what matches. But I'm well, like, I think I think I think because he's been in the company for 15 years. Yeah, I think I, Brandon's closer on that. But, but like, if if you want to point out that at the beginning he was he was the guy. Well, sure, and and that was part. That's why people didn't respond to Randy Orton early on. I mean, it worked. <laughs> when did it work? Well, but but his it, first his first uh, his first uh, title reign fell on his face, so we didn't know how to feel about him. Well, we did as soon as uh, Batista and Triple H screwed him over. As soon as they screwed but, him no, over, we... People stopped cheering for him really quickly once that happened. I don't remember. The, the I don't first, remember how quickly it was. He got to where he needs to get, I guess is my point. And, like, we don't need to know who these people are immediately. To Glenn's point, we need to know yes. whether we like them it or really not. It really is that simple. And then we I don't need to, to know that. what makes you tick. I don't need to know any of those things. I need to know whether I'm supposed to cheer or boo when I see you. That's it. I have to and know then, that. And then the character can be developed over time. By all means, develop a character from there. I'm for it. I'm for developing a character after that. But prioritize the first thing. If you're, particularly when your entrance is what I'm invested in, there's got to be a reaction to it. There has to be. There must be a reaction to that entrance. There, oh my well, God! There must be. They didn't even do the entrance on on Tuesday. Tuesday, but they did it on Sunday with a right. big with the you know, the biggest crowd they've ever had, and nothing, nothing, silence at the biggest moment in building up your main event. It, you could have heard a a, and, a rat rat piss too. on cotton, as Ray Lewis once said. Um, nothing, just an utter utter, eh. And and this is why Samoa Joe solves your problems. He solves your. Can, can I uh, listen? I'm not trying to like. I, I, I think don't know if Samoa I, solves that. It, it pushes it down the road. Yeah, no, it sure. solves the problem. It immediately makes me Samoa Joe being back makes me want Samoa Joe to win, and that immediately makes me know that I don't like Karrion Cross. That immediately that. makes Karrion Cross a heel. Samoa Joe. Right. This is why it was a mistake to go the the five way route. And again, I I am more and more convinced 
that they, and to their credit, recognized what a problem Kyle O'Reilly is. That they, they, they don't, they don't want to bury him. They don't want to kill him. But they knew they could not put Kyle O'Reilly in a one-on-one program with Karrion Cross. It was not going which, which, to work. Which really concerned me at the end of that match. The the way it ended, I thought that's where they were going next. Oh, I never, at no point, thought that was going to be the case. Zero, zero thought to that whatsoever. I, I, I absolutely think they've decided they need to redo um, uh, a, an actual Adam Cole, you know, uh, Kyle O'Reilly thing and, and attempt to reboot Kyle O'Reilly in somehow, some way. Um, now I'm more concerned they they decide they can't. Like I'm more concerned at this point that it's such it's so far gone that it can't be reclaimed. I mean this is this is shaping up in just NXT terms as one of the most significant misses ever. Like I can't believe how bad the Kyle O'Reilly thing is. It's it's almost impossible. Next week's match makes me feel like it's something that because obviously that's the match that people have been talking about for years since they fought in Japan the, those two years of outrageous matches. It makes me feel like a okay let, let's do this let's do a match that people know are going to be good that's going to be good try to remind people about why they started cheering for Kyle in the first place and see where we go from there. I'm, yeah, but this feels like Adam Cole's winning. That's yeah, the, I, that's I'm the fucked up part. <laughs> I'm more. I am way more concerned now that like that. Yeah, but that's because it's about Adam Cole. Like that, it's not really about Kyle O'Reilly anymore. Now, it, could could it help? Could it just help to have him have, you know, a, a shit kicker of a match, and at least there be something that people are reminded of? Like, hey, I I do like Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, but he's nowhere close to being. I mean, it. It's oh al- yeah, no. I mean, coming alar- out of War Games, we were like, oh, this is. Kyle yeah, O'Reilly and time. it's alarming. It's alarming. Now, the, the other thing, they should have given up on the. They should have told him to stop being the douchebag, you know, some time ago. Like it's, it's so bad. It's, it's painful. Bad. It's painful to watch Kyle O'Reilly right now come to a ring. Like I would just rather they not do an entrance. Just have him start. <laughs> s- the entrance is a negative. Like he just, it'd just be a zero if you started him in the ring. It's I start. <laughs> When the match begins, he's at negative three because I had to watch him come to the ring. <laughs> That's really funny. Here's, I think sometimes we understate the importance of music. It starts with the music. The, the music's the, real the bad. The music's no good. The shirt, the shirt is horrific. The sh- oh, it's all of it is bad. It's just, Wait, it's is just it like, a. Is it like the shirt they're selling or whatever. Well, it, it's the the axe or whatever. Like it has the axes oh, on them for yeah, no reason. Like, what is that? <laughs> Axe and Smash. Giant yeah. ball of bad man. He's, he's joining demolition apparently. <laughs> Why do you have an Axe and Smash shirt? I don't know. I don't understand any of it. It's another one of those things. It makes no sense. Th- this is this has been such a, such an unbelievable miss. You know the other part of it too. By the way, it was a miss, but it was a miss from minute one. Like the second he came out with with his own music, it was yep. it was it was dead. But it, dead. but at least he still had. An Adam Cole match to try Correct. to like. Ugh. Ugh. And by the way, Adam Cole's music sucks too. Yep. And they they need. By to the way, the Waze that. music. That this was the this main event they kept. This is the most star-studded main event ever. It's the the like the least feel of mattering that I could have ever possibly. And it really has so much to do with the one entrance that was huge. No one gave a shit about Johnny Gargano's music. I it sucks now. It sucks. Oh, I, I actually like his. It's music. not. It's not good. It's not good, and it's worse because 
you just want Johnny Gargano's music. You know what I mean? Like, like you the just, real music. Yeah, yeah, you just want that again. Um, the 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 Kyle O'Reilly music sucks. The Adam Cole music sucks. I mean, Don it's is generic. Yeah, Pete Dunne. I, I don't hate nobody the Gargano kn- music. I actually think that works with what he's doing, and it it's 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 got tinges like there's there's a basis in reality of it. They do the claps. It slows down. There's like it's not just out of nowhere. It's a good idea, stuff. but it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel it big. doesn't it no, doesn't feel it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like weird. it matters at all. It feels like the type but, of music that you could use for a faction I, and not for introducing Johnny Gargano. It, but I can't compare it to the abomination of those other two. Well, songs. I'm not. I mean, like they're the worse. The I don't disagree that they're worse, but none of it's good. There was no. There was nothing to look for. You had a main event with five stars, and there was no entrance to look forward to. Yeah. That, you know, another thing was wild, and I, I seriously doubt either one of you, and I don't even know why I did uh, watch the press conference they did. I, the I saw other, some of the clips. Yeah. The other thing that was wild when you're watching it, and it makes you think. Like I know we think why we know why we, they did this this way and whatever, but when you watch the guys talking to the media and the way they control that, and that's a whole conversation for another day. Where like they had questions, you've heard of the person that's attached to the question, but it's Wade Barrett reading the question, not the reporter. So you know, there's some control issues there. But like Kyle O'Reilly couldn't hang. I mean, it was. It was noticeably like he couldn't hang. Adam Cole, of course, looked like a billion dollars. Johnny Gargano actually looked like a billion dollars. Like surprise I, me. That doesn't surprise me no. at all. <laughs> it surprised me a little bit because, like, I I didn't. And this is my fault. I forgot because of some of the dumb bullshit that he's been doing how good he is when he. I don't just, think it's dumb bullshit that he's been doing too. I don't. I don't I agree with it. Because I'm saying some, I don't think that it's. No, he, he he's disputing the fact that it's dumb bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Well, scripted stuff that he's been doing. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been going out, taking the mic, and cutting a promo from correct. his heart. And the things that he was saying in this were like, "Why isn't this guy fighting for the title?" And all these other guys are out of the match because it was. You got to go back and watch it. It was pretty awesome. Cameron Grimes, as surprise to no one. Uh, was was oh, sure. was killing everybody, sure. and everybody else was just okay. You know, like they had uh, they had uh, L.A. Knight actually kind of fell on his face. He he didn't look that good, which sort of surprised me. But it just goes. The reason I bring it up is because the people that can shine in that are the people you need in these main events, and the rest of it is noise. And so if you have five people in a match, and you've got two superstars. One that you really want to be a superstar, and then two other people. I mean, all respect to Pete Dunn, which who actually held his own in that a little better than I thought he would, uh, as far as the talking part of it in, in the press conference. But all respect to Pete Dunn, he's kind of a guy. I love Pete Dunn. He he's, he's an awesome. Well, he's wrestler. definitely a guy. I mean, there's no doubt he's just kind of a he's, guy. He's, his point. character is a guy. Yep, right. correct. And correct. Kyle O'Reilly. I also is... don't. I also don't read too much into the like. There's such a small audience for those things that like. I, no, I, no, no, no. That's the audience and who's seeing it is irrelevant. No, I'm I do think it's. About I think it's relevant. I think it's relevant for how much work you're putting into it. I think it's relevant for how you know. I, I, I think those things matter. I can't judge whether somebody's going to be able to translate any of that moving forward. Like it, if some, if you, and I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But if you say L.A. Night was dreadful, I'd say okay. It, it's, it's, it's. Uh, I, I'm not irrelevant. It means anything, but I'm saying the guys who can even make that scenario and you make you believe and it's a stupid thing. Those are the guys that need to be featured and prominent and yeah, in your main event. Man, like, man, I hear you. I here, don't know. Here's, here's what this is all coming down to. And, and it's beyond the entrances in that five way. You don't give a fuck about it. You, you kind of care about Adam Cole 
Everybody else. No, you care about care. these people. You just haven't cared about. Like I care they desperately okay, they, they, about Johnny they Gargano. Muddled your feelings towards them. I mean, but that's the thing. Like this is this is this has been a. It was a meh, and that's why God Samoa. It, oh my God, I was I jumped out of my seat. I was so happy to see Samoa Joe. Oh my God, it was just this show needed Samoa Joe so badly. Now figure it all out, clean it all up. What, whatever, whether it's Kyle, whether it's the fault of Kyle O'Reilly being so, whatever the reasoning is that it's been a muddled mess, clean it up. You got your time. You got, uh, you got a faction that's hot right now that that you can work with and do some interesting things with. Clean it all up. Clean everything up moving forward. And Samoa Joe helps so significantly in trying to get that taken care of, and and gives me a reason for optimism moving forward that it will get cleaned oh, up good god by the way the actual kyle o'reilly shirt they're selling is even worse than the one that you were talking about aaron it's it's a heel hook shirt and it has like <laughs> it has like an x-ray of a foot with a like captain hook oh there's hook. that oh look at that yeah heel hook oh that's uh ooh. that that's real bad <laughs> what why oh. gee i wonder why he's not wearing that shirt on tv <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, maybe, maybe, maybe the Axe and Smash shirt's the only one they had around because they didn't want to wear that one. <laughs> um, oh boy, <laughs> good lord. Okay, so let's let's get to. I guess we'll spend a couple minutes on Dynamite. I don't know why. Um, it was another show that occurred that occurred at ten o'clock on a Friday night, and they knew was occurring at ten o'clock on a Friday night, and appeared to treat it as such. Anything Pretty you want to say? I, I'm hoping. I'm praying. God, I'm hoping like there was the tinge of maybe this Darby Sting thing is coming to an end. Yeah, there, there is it's like that. That's what I took away from it. It's like it may not, but there's a hint of it, and I'm going to cling to it. I mean, I <laughs> I just hope the hint isn't Darby versus Sting. Well, <laughs> I, it's it almost certainly is Darby versus Sting, it, it, and yeah. And the more concerning part is. So they're going to have to do that. I don't like it to begin with, but like, let's okay, fine, we have to do that. It's so that Darby can bury Sting, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's where I'm live. at right now. This is that Anakin Skywalker meme. You're yes. doing it so that he buries Sting, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not yeah. as convinced as I need to be that that, would be the, that, that will prove to be no, the that's case. That's why I said I'm clinging to hope. There is a hint yeah. of it, so I'm going to cling to hope. Yeah, I hope. I hope you're right, but I'm not exactly as convinced. Oh, I'm not certain of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly not convinced whatsoever about that being the case. Um, I, I, I don't. Is there anything else? Anything else? Maybe really? just some big picture stuff. I mean, I think so. I, I'm, I'm, I, I want to say this in the nice way possible. They've got to figure out a way to move on from from all we know about the dark order is is hey remember brody he died so yeah. like like them like that the, it, at some point they've they got to do something they gotta and it's and it's awkward because i i want to be respectful and i get it like they're trying to be nice to his kid and the whole deal and like those are all wonderful things but at some point the dark the dark order has to be something more than hey like them because this guy died uh, it, it, it's almost it's almost shameful at a certain point man like it, it's really tough that's a tough thing for me the pinnacle had a big promo sure uh 
I, I'm actually, Come on, I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I'm actually individually, I'm kind of looking forward to like Wardlow versus Hager should be fun. The, yeah. You know, Proud and Powerful versus FTR should be fun. All of these matches, uh, I don't need Sammy versus. No. You know, they're going that direction. I don't need that match. <laughs> but the other matches are all going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to them. Yeah, hey, we already got this. We already got to see Sammy pin Sean Spears. We don't need. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna God. say don't 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 need to that. keep Sammy away from Sean Spears as much as possible. We can you keep so, Sean Spears away from. And never mind. I'm not. I have, trying. I, I have a question I want to ask you guys because okay, so there's some big picture stuff with AEW that some of which I think is has good potential and what's the word I want to use? Uh, good potential, I'll say. However, asterisks with maybe we're doing this a little too much. Do you think them labeling every show in July as like basically a Great American Bash or whatever type show? is problematic in that now we're not going to think these shows are special anymore. Now they're not going to be special. Or do you think it's needed and warranted to get us back to making this stuff matter more again? I don't know how I feel about it. I think everybody knows that July is a terrible time for doing television. It's a God awful time for doing television. I can't believe the the NBA finals are happening in July. Like what after the worst rated NBA finals in the history of, of basketball, they're following it up by having an NBA finals in July. I mean, it's just such in a summer where now you can do things. God, it's such a disaster. I mean, yeah. I just think you have to accept it for what it is. Like they're all, everybody is desperate to do something to get you to watch television in July. Nobody wants to watch television in July. Everybody's out they're, They've got things to do. They got places to be. Um, so I li- like I like branded shows, but like you know, if NXT was like Halloween Havoc and in your house every week, like I don't think we would care about them much anymore. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like if, if it was you know every month they were doing two shows, right? I, well, I have a problem four, with all four weeks, Aaron. That well, in one month though, like and exactly. then they probably won't do another you know TNT special for a little bit. So well, I, I think I'm, I'm with that. It's kind of a nothing. Yeah. Okay, September. So that's you know seven eight weeks between them. So. I'm right now. It's like okay. I don't love it, but it's more of a nothing to me than a you know bad thing. Um. Yeah. You're gonna I, run the stadium in New York in September. Yeah, which very I think, which about is, that. Well, I think it's cool. I think it's neat to do I, something I different. Think it's very cool. I'm. I. Th- I think that going any further than that, like at, after a while, it's just a venue. You know what I mean? Like it's just a venue. I think it's cool to do something different that people say. I want to look at that just for the sake of looking at it. But that ends at some point. I used to watch the Winter Classic every year in hockey because it was cool to see it. And then after you saw it for a little while, you're like, right, it's just a hockey game. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have to watch hey, it I every can give year. You an exact I still loved it this year. <laughs> I can give you an exact re- wrestling thing. Remember a year and a half ago when we were like, look how cool this show looks from Daly's Place. <laughs> I mean, I I still think that Daly's Place is a unique venue. I still no, think but it's... I mean, like, but when you do it every week... Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's I'm not I'm not excited to see it. Like right, now. yeah. It's just the way... <laughs> yeah. No, but I still think it's a unique wrestling venue that that they make look bigger than it is. Like, it's like a 5,000-seat venue that feels like you're at a real effing place. Yeah. When they're there, um, and they do well with that, and it makes it seem like they're a really big deal when it's a it's five thousand people. You know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, by the way, we got to do the bit. The I don't bit. know if you know this, but Daly's Place is the most important wrestling venue in the in the world. Or United? What did he say? Oh, the, I I, I missed this. I, I missed this. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Whenever they announced the Kenny Omega Impact match was going to be at Daly's place that horrible promo that he cut oh i don't remember i, I sent you guys the oh, link well, that, that, oh Tony that con cut this like that, that felt pro- more of a bit to me oh i don't know Just, if it was a bit or yeah. not i, I don't no think idea. it was a bit 
<laughs> this it, felt we, like a bit, but you have it to blurred. do this match at the most important wrestling venue but in like, the world. Like, that, that was on impact, right? That, that, that was to but, try. Yeah. That, the amazing, that the amazing about Daly's place, it holds roughly the same number of people as the UMBC event center. Like a little bit more when they put people on the stage, you know, the way they've done a couple well, times. I although, told you that. although, I told you although, that although shooting it, by the way, it's so much better. It, if we've learned anything, camera facing stage is a great idea for professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Because AEW looked dreadful when they were doing that odd shot because it's not symmetrical, right? Like, right. They when they were putting people on the stage, that was an awful camera shot, terrible camera shot. Well, their um, people were back on the stage again this week. No, they were. Uh, the last week they weren't. The last show they did, they had pe- they they had taken people back off the stage. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. okay. Then yeah, maybe, maybe I'm maybe thinking the, of the show before that. Yeah, maybe the first week after the they had taken recently. people back off the stage for the last yeah. show, and it was it. it was so much better. Oh, it was so much better for the camera angles. That's a. I think WWE it's a bit of a problem because of the depth back with the ramp and all that. I don't know if it would work the same way, but I think they should think about it too. I I think that everybody should think about stage being your background and your backdrop for um for how things look. I just think it's a better camera angle moving forward. It's the reason. I mean. I why, think, think about the Madison Square Garden shows. How cool those always look. When yeah. You, when there's you, no there. right. When there's no no like. You just they have just, to be able to see Cody come right out of the middle. That's <laughs> the, that's the angle you need. Thank you, thank you, pal. Appreciate that. Ah, thank you. By the way, his new podcast started this week. I sent it to you. Did uh-huh. we all listen to it? Nope. Nope. Neither did I. <laughs> nope. Not gonna be not, doing nada. that. Not. <laughs> By the way, there is some like. They, they they tried to clear up like when they were gonna do the rampage and like when it was gonna. I don't know why they're trying to make rampage a live show ever. He said that like they're looking to procure a venue to do some tapings of dark, and I'm like you're trying way too hard, man. Like they they, they do have a problem with how much programming they're trying to do without them being shows they can charge ticket prices for. This is an awkward spot that they're in. They're like, we want to do another TV show, but it's not really a full TV show. It's just, it's a different type of thing that's going to air at 10 o'clock so we know what we're getting. And we're going to still do dark and dark elevate. Like, you got to be able to do all these matches somewhere. And Daly's Place is going to start doing concerts again. Like, they're going to start... They've already started. Yeah, having events there again. You, like, yeah. you got to be able to do them from somewhere. So, I, like, if the answer is we're just going to take it to Cody's school and we're going to start taping some matches there, that's fine. But you got to fly people into there. Like, th- to only have one tent pole show that you can actually charge people for but still try to have this much content, you're going to run out of it at some point. Like, you you can't... This It will prove to be an issue for them at some point that you're you want to do this many matches but only have one TV show of actual relevance in the process. It the math doesn't work on that. Either you're going to have to start trying to do 8-hour tapings every Wednesday and just wherever the venue is, we start taping matches at at noon with nobody watching and I mean maybe that's the answer. I I don't know what it's going to be. But this is a really tough sell that they're ahead of them to try to do this much programming without being able to sell tickets for another show during the course of the week. And I know like they're going to try to sell some tickets for Rampage, but 
I, how many people are buying tickets for a one hour? I guess they're gonna have to make them glorified house shows somehow, some way. Like, yeah, and that's well, kind what of they tape like th- three episodes in one or something, or they this is really gonna be live every week. Well, they were alleging that it was gonna be live, and then they sort of quickly backed off. Like, no, like they already admitted that the the night of the um the Arthur Ashe Stadium show, they're gonna tape Rampage there as well. Got it. So, so maybe it'll be an hour of dark, an hour of Rampage. Sure. But they're still doing elevation too, right? So then you tape that at the other one, just like WWE used to do. They tape SmackDown before, or they tape main event before you, Raw and you, Superstars. Before so you're SmackDown. you're suggesting that people will buy tickets for a one hour rampage and dark show with nobody on it, and then you throw a um, you throw John Moxley a, a dark match at, after the show's over or whatever. I mean that's what WWE formula like like it's you, it's it's not though. Like WWE's formula was that you were always getting big stars no, every no, no. It show. Wasn't, though. Did you ever go to a Superstars taping back in the day? You I never went you're... to a show that was just a Superstars taping. No. no, I went to a Superstars taping. First of all, it was like four hours long, or four and a half, or five hours long. Jesus and they Christ! Ta- they taped. Yeah, it was. I was a kid, so it was a little bit. E- but even I was like, after the third time, Bret Hart came out. Was like, wait, didn't he just get attacked last? You know, three hours ago or two hours ago, whatever. Uh, they taped. It would be. God, I think it was four episodes of Superstars, and then they would put, you know, Bret Hart versus uh, Vader, whatever it was, at the end of the night as the dark match. But, like, if you watch three hours of wrestling, I would say two of the matches weren't bullshit squash matches or whatever. I just can't, oh, fa- yeah. I can't fathom someone buying a ticket for that. I just can't do I can't fathom you buying a ticket. I- if because what, they don't tell you that the, 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 on the on the thing it says John Moxley is going to be there and this person is going to be there and this person and you get enough but at of the some point you, you that doesn't take very long to figure out who's there or not like I think they can sell tickets well, no, to the first be there right I it's fine I don't think that that's I think once people realize what it is that you can't keep selling tickets to that I think you can bamboozle people for a little while into saying. We're going to do two TV tapings a week. One's going to be this. This is going to be the other thing. Either you have to go all in on your one hour of TV on Friday night, in which case, why are you only doing one hour of TV on Friday night? Like, why wouldn't you just do another show? What is the point of this if it's if it's going to be all of your stars anyway? Um, I do think it'll be interesting. Like, like you bring bring up really relevant points, but we also know that they think – they think all these old school things work and that WWE just doesn't do them because Vince is crazy or whatever. They'll find out really quickly that that doesn't work in 2021, right? If they think they're going to do that and have all these basically, you know, because like, we do have to remember like eight, if if you look at, I've never watched Dark, but if you look at the matches, like real people appear on it. They're not necessarily like blockbuster matches, but like real members of the roster do appear on Dark now, is it enough? Is it enough? I, I, to, I, that's the problem. Is uh, like, to, right? to buy a ticket, to purchase a ticket to a show, and I presume this is a midweek show somewhere because they have to get it ready for TV on Friday night. So well, you said it was going to be live on Friday, right? Oh, you're suggesting that they would? No, they were talking about that, but now they are openly admitting they're not going to do. Oh, I thought you just said they were taping that one episode, but that they wanted it to be well, live. They, they had every said other that week. at first, but now they're not God. committing to whether he ba- Tony Khan basically says some episodes will be live, some episodes won't be live. So your so scenario, then the live episode is part of a house show. And your the ones your that scenario, aren't, right. your scenario is do every do a show every Friday night, make it live. And we tape dark beforehand on Friday night, and 
that's somehow that combination of a live TV show and two hours of dark is enough, and it being on a Friday night, so it's a weekend, is enough to get people to buy tickets. Maybe. Well, I'm not saying maybe. that it would be successful. I'm saying I'm wondering if that's their plan. I mean, that, like, well, I'm even saying maybe it could be successful, but you'd have to yeah. load up the Friday night show. And why would you want to load up a show that's airing at 10 o'clock on a Friday night? Like, that that's a... Ugh. Bad yeah, it's 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 two oh five live, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah, like, I a, mean, a better version, right? Uh, or or more better is is not the right word. Uh, more relevant named added to it or something. I mean, you know, I, like, I think the answer that nobody wants to say is they have to create their NXT. Like if if they yes. want to sell tickets to something, they have to do a new show that has championships, and they have to. And again, it's too much for me. It's too much. I can't. I can't. But like, this is a lot of meaningless wrestling to be doing during the course of your dark is a lot. You think they think that because they don't do house shows that the Friday will work because the brand is strong enough that if they put enough names and you know, if Cody's on one week and then the next week Moxley's on the bucks or on the next yeah, week, like, I mean, if they do stuff like that, that they think it's enough and maybe they play small enough buildings that, you well, know, I mean, maybe it is. the small buildings part has to be a huge part of it. There's no yeah. doubt. There has to be a... Oh, yeah. No, they're, is, they're not going to try to run, you know, 6,000, even six, I think. Yeah, this has to be for the ardent of ardent somehow. And yes. I, I, to me, that's even a tough... That's a tough deal, too. All right. Anything else we need to cover this week? I I love this. I love wrapping up a little bit early. I got, yeah. I got stuff to do. I got to... I'm throwing a party. I'm throwing a party. We'll miss you, Aaron. We'll miss you. I know. All right. <laughs> Uh, well, the, one thing we just because he was on the show last week, I did listen to uh, the first episode, first two episodes of the Double J podcast, and it might be the best of the Conrad Thompson podcast. Just based on those two episodes, okay. they were really, really good. I think people who watched WWF in the, in 1995 and 1999 when Jeff Jarrett had his little runs and the end of WCW, uh, whenever whenever Vince bought. Uh, Nitro and they did the whole thing live on TV. That's that's basically what encompasses those two episodes. It was very interesting stuff. All right, all right. very entertaining, very good. Okay. Uh, Stunner Brandon listened to a, a wrestling podcast. Real, real strange for your character for that to be something that would have happened. I, I mean, I've been week. mostly listening to like the Conan podcast and uh, right. songwriting all podcast right. lately. So right. I threw that uh, one in there. Aaron, I listened to one Conan podcast recently. Dan Housen, right, right. Uh, Aaron, what do you what do you want to get in plugs wise? Uh, check out vison.com. You can find it on iHeartMedia, vison.com. Uh, the Nightcap, 10 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Pacific. And follow me on Twitter at the AOster. And Brandon. Well, if you wanted to see Clutch at Rams, had too bad because it's sold out. If you wanted to see ah. Newfound, if you want to see Newfound Glory and Simple Planet Rams, had too bad because it's sold out. So my point is, go get tickets for the shows that we've announced at Rams had before they sell out, and you can't. And we've got lots of stuff coming. We've got P.O.D.'s uh, 20th anniversary of Satellite on uh, September Br- Brian Powell is really trying to push me to go to that show. <laughs> he is really trying. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm like, God damn it. I might. I might. Come on. I don't do know. We've got Kevin I, I feel like you could spend worse ways. I know I could. I, know, I, I, I definitely, and I, and I have, to be sure. I have had <laughs> worse show experience. I went to a Smash Mouth concert once. Lord knows, P.O.D. would definitely be steps above that. We've got Kevin Gates, October 22nd. Uh, tickets are going fast for that. We've got, oh, a jo- if you wanted to see country uh, star Jordan Davis on December 7th, oh, too bad because it's sold out. Ah. So 
Make that sure was the one for me. Thing. George George Davis. What? Who is he? Jordan what? Davis. George George Joe Johan Johan Davis. Yeah. It's almost. Yeah. If you wanted to see, they might be Giants playing their classic flood record all the way through in March. Too bad it's sold Holy out. Holy shit! Oh, so wow. actually, I would have been really interested in that. Yeah. How about that? Well, I know a guy. You might be able to get in there. <laughs> okay. You got it. You have to come to Maryland, though. It's a. Yeah. By the way, they're touring that record all over the country. I think there's like 40 dates. So I'm sure you oh, can okay. find then one. I'll see it in Vegas. Las Vegas. Right. There you go. Ramsheadlive.com. Ramsheadlive.com. At Ramsheadlive on Twitter. At Ramsheadlive on Instagram. And, and I. Yeah. Am at Brandon Linton hey, on Twitter. Hey, another week of two oh. for two. Real quick thing, uh, this morning uh, on The Athletic, an article dropped yeah, about I saw uh, that almost. Jordan. Yeah, it was I really saw good, and everyone, if you have The Athletic, should uh, go out of your way to read it because it talks about his time uh, in Maryland as a high school basketball player and his journey to this point. Yep. It's really good. Yep. All right, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Uh, AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him on all social medias. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. 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 Then, 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 then. AJ Francis, aka Frank, aka Top Dollar. Uh, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Uh, fuck people that can't wrestle. Even Marie rules.